of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's a 12 questions version of the podcast with Ryan Blaney, YRB of Team Penske. If you listened to last week's podcast with Joseph Newgarden, which is a really good one, by the way, make sure to go back and listen to that if you haven't. But uh, Joseph had a question that seemed tailor-made for his Team Penske teammate, Ryan Blaney. So I decided to reach out and see if he was available He was, and so he is this week's 12 questions. So let's jump right in and take a listen to what Ryan Blaney had to say. All right, everybody, I'm here with Ryan Blaney. And uh, Ryan, the first question is, are you an iPhone person or an Android person, and why? I am uh, an iPhone person. Um, I don't think I ever had an Android. I had a a Samsung Razr. I think it was my first phone, the flip phones. I think I actually had a BlackBerry for a little bit. And it was like my second phone, and then I just had an iPhone ever since. And I don't really know why. Um, I think they're just pretty easy to use. Uh, I see ads for other phones, Androids, and stuff like that. And But I've just never really thought of switching. It gets a bad rap. It, you know, people give iPhone people give Android users a hard time with a green bubble message, right? Yeah. And uh, I've never really gotten that. I was like, yeah, it's his phone. Who cares about what it is or not? But uh, I've just always been iPhone, just what I known for the longest time i don't want to have to relearn a new software so so green green uh, bubble message doesn't bother you no i don't mind it oh I mean, okay it really it annoys me. it bothers you it really does, yeah, yeah oh i don't i don't mind it i mean i just what's the what's the downside to it like, well you can't it? see delivered you know you can't see red it just pops up you're like what well, did it get there yeah i could you know? yeah i see on that but yeah that's never really bothered me so. you're a chill guy like that i like yeah, that i don't really uh can't judge someone for what they got on their phone but yeah <laughs> Uh, Ryan, if a fan meets you in the garage, they might only have like a brief moment with you. Uh, so between an autograph selfie or a quick comment to you, what's the, what's your advice on the best way for them to maximize that interaction? It's a good question. Um, so yeah, so out of the three choices, I think either one could have, could be the easiest. So, you know, signing something is, is easy. Let's say you want to sign a hero card. You can walk and sign a hero card and, and chat with them the same time you're uh, signing with them. That's what I'm, you know, that's the easiest part. So you kind of get the two in one. The selfie thing I prefer, I like taking pictures with people um, because one, a lot of people, I see a lot of my signed stuff I sign for fans at the racetrack on the internet. Oh. Um, so that would be. I get, you know, I'm just like, oh, well, you just want me to sign this so you want to turn around and sell it? So yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I think people who want photos is a lot more intimate. You know, they actually are a big fan of you. They uh, they like it. But the, they got to learn how to use their phones. Going back to phones, I'll, I can't tell you how many times the guy's like, can I have a selfie? I'm like, yeah. And he doesn't even have his phone out yet and then doesn't know how to work the camera. I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, I like them all, but. Yeah, it just depends. I can get you an autograph and chat with you while walking, which is great. Um, or I'll stop and take a selfie. But uh, the only advice I have on the selfie stuff is just have your phone out and ready and know where the button is to, to take the photo. Yeah, not turn the right way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you really see your st- – like, do you see, like, cars you sign on eBay or stuff like that? Like, you're like – Yeah, sometimes. Mm, yeah. That's um, not good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's out there. I mean, yeah. People do it. And, uh, you know, some folks have you want you to sign with a certain color. Yeah. Um, especially on hero cards. Like I'm just a 
I'm a black Sharpie guy and I'm a silver Sharpie for windshields. But when people ask me, you know, blue Sharpie on a hero card, uh, I don't mind like gold Sharpies on windshields because I'm like, oh, it looks cool if it's the right, you know, color car. I think it will look neat. Um, but yeah, when it's like the blue, when they hand you their own blue Sharpie to sign a hero card, I'm like, mm, you're selling this. Or oh, something. that's like the giveaway. I think wow. so. I think huh. so. Wow. I never knew that. Uh, when someone pulls a jerk move on the road, does that feeling compare at all to what it's like when someone pulls a jerk move on the track? I think it can, you can compare it because you'll get certain moves, you know, on, on the racetrack and on the road. Most of the bad moves that people pull are unintentional, you know, like on the racetrack and on the road, sometimes they just don't see you. They just make a mistake. It's usually not malicious. Other times it is. And uh, I feel like that crosses over too. You know, sometimes I, I hate on the street. It absolutely drives me insane when someone pulls out right in front of you. I mean, right in front of you and you're slamming on the brakes. They don't even give you a wave or nothing like, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. That furiates me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it can compare, but uh, most of the time I feel like it's just, it's unintentional, but there are some times where people are actually being jerks on the racetrack and on, on the street. Okay. The other, other part about that is, like, race car drivers, we do this professionally, so we're supposed to be good at it. And then, <laughs> but the drivers on the road, you know, you don't know their comfort level. Right. There's a lot more variation in kind of their skills behind the wheel, I guess. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, has there ever been a time when you've had a sketchy situation with your safety equipment? Not really. Not that I can think of. Uh, when I was... When I was young, I flipped quarter midget pretty hard, and, like, the whole side of my helmet was almost scraped off from hitting it on the pavement but it did its job wow um yeah so that was uh that was interesting but no never like a failure um never like a belt you know coming loose or tearing or anything like that so that, that side's been pretty good to me that's good um if your crew chief put a super secret illegal part on your car that made it way faster would you want to know about it hmm it's interesting I'm kind of torn on that. I don't really know. We don't do that over here at Team Penske, but uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I'd want to know about it. I mean, why why should I know about it? Um, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want to know, but um, you know, you can't really get away with that stuff anymore. You know, the super secret illegal parts. NASCAR finds that stuff pretty quick, but uh, yeah, I'd just keep, let me focus on what my car is doing just like a normal weekend right i don't want i want to, that i don't want that in the back of my mind it's like oh we're we gonna get caught we're we gonna get caught i, I just wouldn't yeah. want to think about that plus if the media comes to you later if you got caught you say i didn't know yeah like, exactly I'm not the, you know and i wouldn't be lying if i didn't know about exactly. it exactly so that's good I, I feel better inside yeah um what is a food you would not recommend eating right before a race and are you speaking from personal experience with this recommendation hmm. um yeah i mean i think any kind of like Obviously, like Mexican food probably will upset your stomach, you know, if you have tacos or something or things like that, beans or whatever. It's probably not the best for your stomach. Uh, that or like Thai food, I'm guessing. Anything like spicy, yeah, I don't think is going to be very good, especially if it's a hot day. You don't want that. Uh, I'm usually pretty easy. I'm like a chicken and rice guy uh, before races. But experiences, yeah, I had a bad experience. Uh, I ran a K&N car at Sonoma three years ago two or three years ago and i didn't think i was gonna make it oh i really bad. i really didn't think i was gonna make it i was really hurting and we ended up breaking 
truthfully breaking <laughs> i didn't <laughs> wreck on purpose and broke a gear or something and yeah that was i was feeling really bad and i feel i think it was what i ate uh the night before oh yeah that's that's not yeah. fun no i'm really excited to ask you this question I, I pretty much wrote this question with you in mind so uh is there life in outer space and if so do they race wow um i think there is life in outer space there's got to be there's too much galaxy to not have anything uh if there wasn't anything that'd be ter- more terrifying than there actually is something <laughs> um do they race just depends how advanced they are i guess i mean they're you're talking about living things as far as like little parasites on other planets or are you talking about like full-grown aliens i don't know um i'm sure if they have the i'm sure they were racing when the cavemen discovered how to make wheels they were putting them on these little buggies and they were racing <laughs> their buggies i swear i mean it's just part of nature but uh, i'm sure they race if they have the knowledge of round <laughs> wheels or hovering or or hover cars yeah. I don't know. I'm sure well, that's do. what I was wondering. Like, do you think that, like, sort of the stuff we see in Star Wars when they race their kind of vehicles, like, do you think that exists somewhere? Like, can you envision that somewhere? Or is that just... Uh, it's hard for me to envision movies as depicting of, you know, outer space movies as depictions of outer space. Yeah. The only reason we think of that stuff is because they're in movies. If we never would have saw a photo of a Area 51 alien, we'd have a com- completely different idea of what an alien would look like i like for aliens to look like what if they just look like us they're just <laughs> other humans on the other other planets but yeah it's it's crazy how you pick up on things that are in movies that you're like oh this must be right somewhere out there they must do it this way but uh yeah they might i mean maybe they'll come say hey one day that'd be nice yeah um what do drivers talk about when they're staying around at driver intros before a race oh now you're, you're getting into the dirt uh <laughs> Um, really just varies. I mean, it's usually just small talk. Um, how's it going? Uh, you don't really talk about much of the race, you know, like upcoming race. We might talk about practice a little bit, like, oh, how are you? Stuff like that. But, um, yeah, that or your week or if you have a crazy story from a weekend or something. Um, I'm sure some of us will have some crazy stories about this Friday night from or the, after the bash. We'll have uh, some good stories we can share on, on Sunday at uh, intro stage but not a lot not like it's it's talked about okay um what makes you happy right now right now um yeah there's a couple new things uh my nephew makes me real happy whenever i get to see him that's that's been a lot of fun to get to get to watch him grow over the last few months uh and my dog my dog i've I've been able to watch him grow also with the and about the same time period so those two things uh make me pretty happy honestly the the nephew thing is cool because you know whenever he's at a race and things like that you're like you know why am i getting upset he actually calls me down and i can be like well he's it's just kind of neat you you just kind of think back on it but um yeah those two things are are two pretty recent things that, that make me really happy okay um let's say a sponsor comes to you and they're like ryan great news we're going to fully fund the entire rest of your racing career but the condition is that you have to wear a clown nose and an 80s rocker wig in every interview you do for the rest of your career. Would you accept this deal? That's tough. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I'm curious what other people said about it. Uh, like the rest of my career, like however long I wanted to go. Like yep. until I was 50. Yep. So they there you are full-time 25 years. <laughs> yeah. 
every single interview I did. I feel like just after the first few years, it would just become normal. Like right. no one would. I think that like first year would be awkward and people are like what the hell is he doing <laughs> but i think after that it'd be like oh it's just part of the deal and down the road it just gets to be you're just that's just how it is so yeah i, I would probably take that you just have to fight through that first year of kind of the you know public kind of humiliation but i think after <laughs> that you're, you're fine yeah okay yeah that makes sense um so this is the 10th year that i've done the 12 questions and i've never repeated a question until now so mm. if you pick a number between one and a hundred, I'm going to pick a random question from the past. It's not really completely random. I only have two questions for you to pick from, but it's going to go odd, odd or even. Okay. On the uh, question. Uh, we'll go even. <laughs> even. Okay. This question is a question that you've answered before, but I want to see how your answers compare. This was because this was five years ago. That you okay. This. okay. Oh, wow. Um, you have uh, you have you get to have a lot of cool experiences away from racing through your job as a NASCAR driver. Um, what is one experience to you that sticks out? Um, I feel like a really cool experience has been just meeting a lot of people. You know, you meet a lot of uh, great people. I'm a big music fan. I've gotten to meet a lot of some of my favorite artists. Um, been able to be on a couple TV shows and, you know, to voice in cars was really cool because I, I love that show. I love that movie as a kid uh, to be on a couple TV shows has been tons of fun. Um, I just think the neat opportunities that, you know, and the people you meet along the way uh, is, is cool and kind of seeing, talking to them about their background, where they come from, how do they end up doing this job, I think is, is kind of neat. Um, and you respect other people, you know, what they do professionally and uh, they have questions for us too. And, I made a lot of friends outside the racing world in like the entertainment business that never been to a race before. And they, they come out to Fontana or, or, you know, any race in Florida or something and, and they become bands for life. So, um, I think that's been a lot of fun to meet some great folks like that. Yeah. The last time you answered this was pre, uh, a lot of the stuff. Yeah. You were doing, so. 13 that or 14, 14. Yeah. 14. Yeah. Okay. So that you were back then, the coolest thing you had done was, I mean, this is cool, but you had given, uh, veterans ride-alongs when when Kozlowski was doing the checkered flag foundation okay. stuff i remember that so that's before you were rolling with the hollywood uh, <laughs> kind of, um, i don't know about that so uh each week obviously i ask a question for the next guy um this week i wanted to actually play the audio for you because i loved how he said it. it's joseph newgarden okay and this is he turned out specifically for you okay for the next person what is your opinion on mullets and mustaches you know do or mustaches i don't know how you say it um do you like them? Do you dislike them? Do you have one personally? Um, and if you don't, do you want to have one? And also, are you allowed to have one? That's my question. It's very loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Someone might elaborate on that one. You know, if it's Blaney, you could have a great conversation on that. So, so how do you I, I saw this on social media. Okay. And uh, when Ian said that I'm doing 12 questions with you, I'm like, oh, awesome. I get to answer this question. <laughs> so, yeah, Joseph... Uh, Joseph's a very clean-cut guy. Yeah. Very. He's like he's like Ken doll, we call him. <laughs> and uh, yes, I I love mustaches. I love I like long hair. I like mustaches. That's kind of how I've always been. Um, I don't know why I enjoy them. I just do. Uh, I've been lucky enough to be able to grow both pretty well. Um, and that's kind of my off-season look. You know, I, I grow my hair out throughout the year. I might get it cut once a year maybe twice one and a half really and uh and then like halfway through november i start on my mustache kick and then i have a pretty solid 
solid month of, of a pretty full thick mustache after that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, am I allowed to have them? No. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they've been very good, you know, of being lenient towards it. You know, they know I have a big fan base that kind of likes that stuff. Uh, so that's been nice to, you know, not be completely kind of shut off from everything, but you know, there's times you have to know when to be presentable and not, you know, and, right. um, you know, the hair thing, they, they've Penske's kind of let go a little bit and, and loosen reins on it. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, I, I get a massive haircut and shave my face for beginning of the year photos and all that stuff. And, and then it just kind of goes throughout the year and I do a pretty good job of keeping my face pretty clean, um, throughout the main part of the year but if i if i could i would i would have long hair and mustache all the time but uh yeah you just gotta you just gotta be responsible and, and respectful for you know who you're driving for and things like that and um you know that's that's fine with me and you know they know how to they know my a lot of my fans like it but um like i said it's, it's a big give and take thing which has been nice to have so Not maybe just completely shut off so maybe the more vocal your fans are about how much they like it the more they'll let you go with it and keep it potentially um no <laughs> they've been pretty vocal about it but uh you know I, like i said i know kind of the limits and boundaries and things like that and when you have to you know to be responsible and things like that so yeah. um it's a, it's a good balance i feel like throughout the year it's it's uh it starts start the year off baby face and then throughout the year the hair gets a little bit longer and then like the last month of the season i i start on the mustache so it's it's kind of a progression so uh-huh. yeah okay uh, the yeah. next interview I'm doing is with Tyler Reddick. Uh, do you have a question I might be able to ask Tyler? Tyler Reddick. We drove trucks together for a little bit. Oh, I, I didn't um, think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah I think 15, I drove a part schedule in that 29 truck, like five races. Um, oh, uh, most recent Xfinity championship, uh, championship winner. How, uh, how did he celebrate? What was his favorite part about winning the championship? What was the coolest thing he did? Oh, that that's kind of cool. What yeah. experience could he ha- did he have after that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. There you have it. Ryan Blaney on the 12 questions and appreciate his time and willingness to do that. Always fun to do that with him. And I think we've done one every year now since he was in the truck. So hopefully that's a tradition that can keep going. Coming up on the next edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck podcast, it's going to be a Driven Life podcast. That's the series this year where I'm talking to people in the racing industry about motivation, self-improvement, secrets to success, that sort of thing. And Rodney Childers, crew chief for Kevin Harvick, joins me on that one. So make sure to listen for that on Friday. And then I'm not planning to be at Dover, so I will be doing a post-race version of the podcast from here in Portland, Oregon, I imagine. Not sure what form that will take, but there will be some form of podcast after the race at Dover on Sunday. And then, as you heard next week, Tyler Reddick, the Xfinity Series champion and a guy who has been kind of outspoken and in a fun way on Twitter uh, recently this year. Uh, He has uh, some blunt comments, blunt Reddick maybe perhaps. Uh, So it's kind of fun to see his personality coming out. And I got to talk to him for the 12 questions. You know, none of these interviews at all would happen without my patrons over at patreon.com. That is how I not only get to the track, but how I make a living and keep a roof over our heads and eat and all that sort of stuff, Uh, of course, in addition to actually being at the races. So uh, if you are interested in becoming a patron, I do have some stuff this year that's for patrons only, including some podcasts, 
one I just did with Garrett Smithley, where uh, we're taking sort of a deep dive this year um, and having conversations. Uh, it, and it, again, it's for patrons only, but I'm just trying to give them some extra value, you know, for the people who are supporting it. So patreon.com slash Jeff underscore Gluck, if you're looking to find out more information about the benefits of becoming a patron. Anyway, thank you as always for listening. And I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. <laughs>